you okay with your health? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good in my health anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, listen, we're, we're, we're good, but not perfect. Uh, from the point of view, there's, there's a couple of, couple of little bits and pieces that um, you know we expect to be fine, but at the same time, you're, you're, you know, it's a bit early in the week to say that they will be 100% right. You know, so uh, all going well, they will be. Um, we had a bit of a setback last week with Mikey Casey because when he came back in, he happened to give his knee. A, a bit of a jar um, and picked up an injury unrelated to his ACL, which was a pity, you know, which we we're very disappointed for him, really, you know, because he was, it was his first night participating in a full session and just pure bad luck. It was totally unrelated to his ACL um, and he just picked up a, an injury that uh, will keep him sideline for maybe another five or six weeks maybe a little bit with it so you know it's disappointing for him really after all the work he put in so yeah that's that was a a tough one to take now to be honest for him in particular you know the amount of work he had put in and for it to you know to get a setback so so soon after coming back in was was disappointing but um knowing mikey he'll he'll bounce back from it you know it was very disappointing initially but you know he's managed to park it now and get get ready to to, to uh, get his recovery ongoing for for the next few weeks. Um, other than that, we've one or two little bits and pieces, as I said. But I'm hoping that they'll all be okay. They're small, they're small things, but at the same time, I'll be happy when I see that they're they're okay by Friday night. John, the overall mood in the camp going into it. You know, it's third consecutive months for final, is there? Our fellas bouncing off the ground and training, or how are they approaching this one? Um, to be fair, they came back in after the the uh, the last game, full of energy. You know, um, they were. You know, there was a really, really good piece of work done Tuesday last week and uh, Friday of last week and on Sunday. Um, I think getting that. That first game, first championship match, you know, under your belt is a huge lift, you know, and you know, whilst we didn't play, you know, our best hurling on the day, um, or weren't left to play our best hurling on the day, you know, we did a lot of really good things at the same time, and you know, we know there's areas that we've got to improve on over this period now. We'll say in terms of our shooting accuracy, in terms of our use of the ball, you know, uh, we know we can do better in those areas and uh, we've we've really knuckled down now the boys have knuckled down in terms of trying to find those improvements now for 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 sunday you were expecting a mobile crisp unit like is what you described park as what are you expecting from tipperary uh, come sunday um well i was here to see them playing uh claire and they worked really really hard on the day um they were very strong on uh, you know their their accuracy as always. You know they're they're a really accurate bunch of players. They're a very talented bunch of horrors and uh, you know we've had some Titanic battles with them, uh, not least last uh, year in in Cork. So you know I think it'll be really tight, and I think you know both teams will work extremely hard, and uh, you know the chances that do arise, you know it'll be important for for for. Uh, 
for both teams to be taking their chances when they do come around. The familiarity with playing Tipperary, I think it's going to be the, the fifth championship meeting under your tenure between the two sides. You obviously played each other that in the league as well. How does that dynamic feed into the game? You know, you've, I think you've won three of the four championship games. That perception that Limerick are, wouldn't say dominant, but are certainly on top in the head-to-head stakes. How, how does that dynamic feed into the game? doesn't come into my mindset at all. Um, we're very, very focused on Sunday for the game that it is itself. It's a, it's a Munster final. There are huge occasions in any player's life, you know. Um, we spent years, you know, where we couldn't even qualify for a, a Munster final. So, you know, we're very appreciative of the fact that we have qualified again for another Munster final. And we want to make sure to, you know, uh, recognise that, uh, you know, honour. In, in contesting the Munster final and hopefully we can produce a performance that's worthy of, of, of being there. You mentioned being here for the, the Tip and Clare game, the, the, the talking point coming out of that was, was the, the Sindling shown to the, the, the Clare player. Was, as you watched it unfold, was that your understanding of the rule or had you had to kind of rethink what you, what you thought the rule was or, or you know, what way did you view that on the afternoon and, and you know, in the coming days since? Uh, yeah, I know that a lot has been said and written about that particular incident. Um, you know, we flagged, we flagged this issue maybe, you know, back when, when the rule came out, first of all, that there were too many moving parts to the, to the rule for, for, for uh, referees to be put in that position to have to adjudicate in those situations, you know. So um, my sympathy goes to, to the referees in this situation trying to, you know, have to adjudicate those difficult scenarios. But listen, I suppose for me, uh, my my abiding uh, memory of that uh, subsequent ten minutes is how ruthless Tipperary were in terms of uh, taking the opportunity that came their way in that ten minute period. You know they put the game to bed. Uh, they really put put clear to the sword, and you know they weren't in any way uh, affected by the decision uh, in terms of their application to their game plan, and. Uh, you know, I think it was a comprehensive, ruthless uh, exhibition that they gave in that period of the game to put it to bed. You, you did mention after the, the car clash that, you know, losing Peter Casey, that you kind of some bit glad that you've gone through that process. And obviously, you, you, you're not ever, I suppose, premeditated losing a player during a game, but you, you, you're happy enough going into Munster Final that you've had that experience now playing with 10 men. We saw the damage that Gibraltar inflicted on Clare. So that you know you're going to be something prepared for that scenario if it should arise at the weekend. Yeah, hopefully it won't. Um, but you know we have been there, and that is a good reference point for us. Uh, you know going forward. But listen, hopefully that won't arise for either side. You know that that's the scenario. But um, you know if it does happen, we're we're, we're prepared for it. One thing I would like to finally ask you about is the under twenties. Um, I know Carl O'Neill and Carl Cocker both named on the bench the last day. The number under twenties are scheduled to play next next Monday. I think against Clare. That feed into your, your selection of the subs. I know picking the subs is probably as difficult as tasks as we've had during your tenure, but that, that rule that would inhibit them of, of, of playing in, in both, I suppose, both competitions in, in back-to-back days, uh, how do you stand on that rule and, and how does it feed into your, your selection for the weekend? Well, you're, you're absolutely correct in that, you know, one of the most difficult tasks we have, you know, uh, you know in, picking, in picking the team and the, the subsequent so, you know, replacements for the, for the match day panel, match day 26, is extremely difficult. And to be fair to the group, they've, they've upped their, their game in recent 
uh, maybe the next, last six weeks in particular, and it's been become particularly competitive. And uh, you know, it's 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 really really difficult at the moment. You know, uh, there's a toss of a coin between very many players on the panel. So you know, that's a good thing for us in terms of competitiveness within the group and the quality of our work in in training. Uh, and it's great preparation for the matches that are coming around the corner. But it is difficult at the same time when you have to actually you know name just 26 of your 35. Um, as regards the two boys, you know, listen, first and foremost, uh, we have the muster final on Sunday and for us as a group, and they are part of our group, that comes first. Um, you know, we have had obviously the, the, the game that they have coming up on Monday in the back of our minds and, um, you know, they will play that game on Monday night, with, uh, all going well, um, but, you know, should they be required on Sunday, you know, uh, they'll be they'll be required on Sunday. You know that's the way it is. Now we have to obviously still pick our, our panel and our team, uh, and the boys have to, to fight for that. You know as much tonight as they did any night in the last six months. So, you know, time will tell. But ultimately, you know the right decision will be will be uh, will be arrived at for the team uh, and the boys in, in in both cases as as best we can. Anyhow. Yeah. Those two players and I think a couple of others in the panel got to play club matches. I think the day after the. Um the Cork match, a conscious effort from your part to get, you know, I suppose, competitive minutes into the legs of those players? Well, listen, they want them themselves, you know. Um, they know that Tuesday session is coming around the corner quick and they want to be as competitive on Tuesday night as they possibly can be after the match, we'll say, after the Cork game. So, you know, for them, it's about getting 40 minutes game time in to be as sharp as they can for the Tuesday night uh, after the game and to take whatever opportunity comes their way in, 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 the, in, in, in their own training game. So, um, you know, I think it's a reflection of good attitude from the players' perspective, you know, looking to want to play those games. I think it's good for the clubs that they get those players back for whatever period of time that they can get them back during the course of the season. And, uh, you know, from our perspective, then it's great when the boys come back in Tuesday night, they're refreshed, they've had a bit of competitive game time, and it's a, it's a bonus for them as well. And you, you appear to enjoy what you since spring's the best out of you, certainly at some of your top performances there in the last couple of years? Yeah, I um, hadn't thought about it like that, to be honest with you. Um, but now that you mention it, you know, we have, we have done well there, yeah. It's a beautiful stadium, it's a beautiful pitch. And, you know, what a, what a setting down there. Um, so, you know, I suppose at the very outset, a couple of years ago, we would have said, you know, getting to Crow Park, you know, why wouldn't you perform to your very best above in Crow Park? You know, it's the best surface in the country, best field in the country, most of you know, iconic stadium in the country, you know, you should of course produce your best when you get there. But, uh, you know, Parker Heave is a fan fantastic stadium as well and the job they've done in the pitch down is just incredible. And uh, again, you know, why not, you know, produce your best in, in, the, in, the, in the best arenas that are out there. I think you, you touched it earlier, but I can remember back pre-2019, you, you're clearly a big fan of the Monster Championship hurling going back, you know, your years on, on the planet, but does it still hold that same enthusiasm for you? And you know, is that hard, or have you, you know, do, do you reduce it down to just another game? Um, yeah, we we probably do uh, deal with it as we do any other game. You know, in terms of our preparation, um, you know, from a from a performance perspective, you know, but you still have to acknowledge like that this is a monster final and these are special occasions. And, you know, okay, we won't have 46,000 in, in Parky Kiev on Sunday. But at the same time, uh, you know, 
does that diminish the occasion? Does that diminish the game or the importance of the game? Uh, no, it doesn't. You know, but maybe from a performance perspective, we will rationalise the game in, in, in a way that you know affords us the best way to perform on the day. But you know, when that's all stripped out uh, and you reflect on it in time to come, you know, there's no no there's no monster final list more important than the, than any other. You know, they're all of huge huge importance to a player, and you know, there there are seminal moments in any player's career. And there are days that you'll never forget. That's one thing for sure. So, you know, we've always embraced the Muscle Championship as being, you know, a really, really, you know, valued competition that we're thrilled to be still involved in. And we hope that we will produce a performance of, of uh, you know, merit for, for the occasion that's in it on Sunday. You're five years in the world, you've experienced units on and off the field. Do you still find yourself that you have a body of people that you would dip into outside of your management team for different experiences or to bounce things off ahead of games or during the season? Not really, no. Um, uh, I no, I would put all my store on, on the group that we have, you know, involved. Uh, it's, it's enough, believe me, because when you've spoken to, you know. Everybody that's involved, you know, our selectors, obviously, and coaches. Uh, when you've spoken to your your analysis team, uh, at that rate, you've you've uh, you've definitely spent enough of time on the phone, or enough of time on Zoom calls, or here in the stadium after training, sitting down talking, or as well this evening, sitting down before training. You know, so no, I I I very much stick to the group that we have here, and. Um, you know, they all see the players in their in their performances and training, uh, so they know best what what where lads are at, and you know, um, fellas' progressions out of injuries and fellas' form, as it were, you know, and confidence levels uh, and players that are maybe particularly suited for a particular opposition or um, yeah, that that type of scenario. So yeah. Rather than complicating it, we, we, we stick very very much to our, our, our core group here. And you spoke about players enjoying the occasion. How about yourself? Do you get to enjoy occasions like Monster Finals anymore? Um, listen, I'll be honest with you, I enjoy every day that I'm with these lads. Uh, whether it be training here or popping into the gym or match day, you know, we, we, we enjoy what we do. We work hard to, to enjoy it. Um, it can be difficult at times, obviously, you know. You know, if, if 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 there's a phase of a game where you're maybe you know struggling, maybe you know to get on the ball, or you know the opposition have are hurting you at a particular time. Obviously, you know that's 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 the challenge of it. Uh, but I, I I've always very much enjoyed, uh, and I know that everybody involved very much enjoys working with these guys, and they're a special special group. The atmosphere is fantastic around them. Um, we we share our highs, we share our lows. Uh, whether it be winning or losing and you know there's a great hub bond there between everybody and uh, it's a very enjoyable place to be around and a very enjoyable place to work. Finally for me, you've seen change in the weather today and it's certainly expected to be in the high 20s or mid 20s on Sunday. What kind of bearing do you think after that again? Um, yes, listen, it's, 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 it's going to be championship stuff, isn't it? It's an awful pity we haven't got 46,000 marching down the, 
the banks of the Lee heading to Parky Heave, what a phenomenal sight that would be, uh, and what an atmosphere there would be, you know, in such circumstances. But um, I'm sure that th those that do get to go uh, with the, the magic ticket uh, will will make themselves loud and uh, you know will will create a very special atmosphere. And you know, for people attending the matches this year, you know they are probably living out historical locations, if you like, you know, being the ones that were fortunate enough to be uh, in Torres or in Pocahive or wherever it might be later on in the year. So they're very, very fortunate. So I'm sure they'll, they'll reciprocate that with the, the, the support that's required. Um, but uh, I think the weather is, yes, definitely going to be warmer. Uh, but having said that, I think these players are quite used to, you know, recent weeks, being, temperatures being in the high teens, low 20s, and um, you know, when they're out in the field training for 70 minutes or 80 minutes, they're, they're heated up to as much as they're going to be in, on any given day, you know, so um, hydration is probably going to be a little bit of a challenge to make sure and get that right beforehand, but I think the lads will embrace, whether it's a monsoon or whether it's a heat wave, we'll, we'll just embrace the, the conditions and if there's a challenge involved, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll embrace that challenge too. Uh, James, Michael, you're fine. Not at all. You're fine. How are you? Good on sign off. No, you're fine. You're going to injury-wise. Anyone know? Anyone? Mike Casey. Mike Casey, as I said to the lads earlier, had a bit of a setback when he came back in last Tuesday. Um, he 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 just had an unrelated injury with the same knee, unfortunately. You know, um, the ACL is fully intact and is perfect. Uh, it's just another <coughs> another. Uh, another injury uh, to that knee, but it's not a very, very serious injury, and we'd be hopeful that he'll be able to make a full recovery in a matter of weeks. Um, it was just unlucky, very, very unlucky. Uh, just goes to show you, you know, you can do all you can, but ultimately the body is only so, so tough and will, will give way in certain circumstances. So, yeah, listen, it was a setback. It was very upsetting at the time. We were very much afraid that it was an ACL again, but, Thankfully, it turned out to be um, something far less serious, so he'll be hopefully a few more weeks getting getting himself right, but uh, uh, he'll get there eventually. Yeah. Were you here for Clare I was, I was, yeah, I was. Um, very, very high tempo game. Um, you know, very, very impressed with the with the first half in particular. You know, obviously the second half was was uh, impacted, but the first half was a, a very high quality game from both sides, and. Uh, Great tempo to it, as I said, you know, great intensity. Obviously, we've been talking about the Sindhu defending, but what's your view on that? I saw it, and yeah, listen, it was, I would have concurred with, with uh, many, many opinions that, you know, obviously it was very close to the sideline. Um, there were other defenders between that and, and between him and goal, and you wouldn't have expected it to have been a penalty and a, and a sin-binning situation. But I think all our cards have been mapped now at this stage, so you know nothing will be a surprise to us going forward. Really, at this stage, so I think we just need to be be careful and uh, not invite any trouble on ourselves. You know, so <clears throat> hopefully that will be the case. I know consistency between refs. Can be a matter of personal choice, but there seems to be a lack of clarity about this rule. And some referees saying they feel the goal scoring opportunity includes teammates as well. Is that just a bit of a concern that there's an absolute black and white clarity about who plays into the, you know, the, you know, the biggest game of the year so far? 
Yeah, and should, I suppose listen, we, we would have flagged this at the start of the year, you know, that we were of the opinion that there were too many moving parts and too many subjective you know, appraisals to be taken by the referee in a moment, you know. And uh, it has been borne out to be the case that, yes, there are, there are too many moving parts to it. I'm sure it will be looked at at the end of the season. But I suppose from our perspective, the rule is there. The referees are still going to have to administer the rules. And we're just going to have to, you know, uh, make sure we don't put ourselves in that situation where we're at the wrong end of that, that scenario again. So, you know, from our perspective, we'll just have to, you know, do the best we can to try and avoid being in that situation. I suppose from the semi-final, did you take any particular lesson or did you come away from Carlos that night saying, we learned something here over ourselves? Um, I think... We, we showed great resilience, really, you know. Uh, I think Cork put up a fantastic uh, performance on the night in many respects. They put us under a lot of pressure and um, we, we definitely identified a number of areas that weren't up to scratch on the night, you know, in terms of our own use of the ball, in terms of our own, um, you know, our own puck out and our own, our own shooting in particular, you know. So, like, listen, we came home with a very grounded... Uh, feeling of, you know, there's a lot of work to be done here, let's be better get down to, to brass tacks and get on with it. So we've worked really hard now over the last 10 days. We'll do another bit tonight and uh, hopefully we can put in a better performance again now on Sunday. I can just ask, <coughs> Sunday night, would you, would you watch the soccer match on Sunday night? I did, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and I'm not being smart, can you watch that and enjoy it? Or would you be, would Patrick be thinking, if I was there in extra time in a big game here, would you be looking at that? Um, no, I listen. I'm a match of the day fan. I'd watch a bit of soccer every Saturday night for an hour, uh, and I'd, I enjoy it for what it is. I, I enjoy the analysis of it and, and watching the analysis by the lads. All right, you know, uh, Shearer and, and Co. and Mika. But um, I suppose, yeah, it's nice to switch off from the hurling every now and again as well, Michael. You know, <laughs> even if it's only for an hour on a Saturday night or a Sunday night. Uh, you know, when you've been gone from training at nine in the morning and you're not home till three or four in the afternoon and, you know, you sit down to watch a long match and have a beer or whatever it might be, uh, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. Um, it, was, it was an intriguing battle, I suppose the early goal yeah. brought the Italians out of their, their shell yeah. and uh, they had to go and fight for it in the second half and they showed class, I suppose, really in doing that. But, but this was yeah. so okay to be destroyed, you know, because of mistakes and you know, I suppose you have maybe some of the fellow feeling for a fellow Sunday night with 20,000 up there as well, you know? Yeah, and like I, I was watching the, the, the interactions in the huddles, we'll say, as they were getting ready for the, the penalties, and the two groups were, were, were complete polar opposites, you know, that the Italians seemed to know without it being spelled out who was doing what. And Whereas the English camp appeared to need to give that detail out, you know, and to go through it and go through it with the lads. So, yeah, every camp, every camp is different, I suppose, you know. Uh, Gareth Southgate uh, spent a month getting pats in the back, you know, and sure, in the space of 10 seconds, he started getting the kick, and, you know, that's, that's no surprise. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the tournament, it was a good tournament, mm -hmm. I think, overall. Some good games, and... Uh, just pity we weren't there.